Ladies and gentlemen, this is Terry Payne Johnson, owner and founder of Amani Shahil Travail LLC, where we specialize in education consulting and equipping and empowering others to operate at their full potential. Happy New Year, and thanks for the over 200 downloads from our Welcome to Painesville podcast. We are proud to introduce our newest podcast, Cookies and Tea, a conversation spotlighting change makers and, of course, cookies. This podcast is sponsored by All Love Cookies and Treats, whose motto is, if you can dream it, they can bake it. Consider them for your next special event. Call 980-277-1554 for their New Year's specials. Okay, today we are spotlighting the creative lady, Amika Adams I, from Ann Arbor, Michigan. So say hello to our guest. Oh, my God. Woo! I am excited! (laughs) Okay, so just to give you a little bit of background, Amika Adams the first and I have known each other since second? Since second grade. Since second grade at Northside Elementary. So shout out to all the people from the Northside family. So we're just going to go ahead and let her tell a little bit about herself and what she does. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you so much first. You know, <laughs> actually, you know, having your podcast, I am so excited about this and very grateful and thankful for you being in my life, girl. You are awesome. So I had to put that out there first. <laughs> but what I do is, and actually, I've always been an artist at heart, been drawing since I was four years old. So I'm a creative person since birth. My mom is an artist. My great grandfather is an artist. So I just have it all in my DNA. So what I actually do is I help women to reinvent themselves, taking their idea and bringing it to life. And so what I actually do is on two sides, you can have your own business idea and then I will bring it to life. Or you can actually be an inventor and have an idea or an inspired inventor. And I would help you to actually bring that, that invention to be patent. I went through a process, my own self where I took myself through a program and everything and found ways to patent my invention under $900. So I want to help other women to do the same. Okay, so yeah, talk about that invention. Girl, so I actually went, was going through a divorce and my cousin, she asked me to go to ballroom dancing. And when she, me and her went ballroom dancing, we found out that women didn't have nice backs for their heels. So they were having this flimsy t-shirt drawstring bag. And I'm like, oh, no, this is not cute. When everybody else is looking all fancy, then they got this ugly bag. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me make a, a drawstring bag that's satin on the outside and velvet on the inside. So then after that, I found out I was kind of busy. I was reinventing myself by going back to school. So graphic designing is what I went into. So I finished my degree, and then I jumped into a program and took that drawstring bag and interviewed over 80 women to find out really what they wanted in a bag for their heels for fancy events. So that turned into a drawstring bucket bag that kind of looks like a coach bag, 
but I got heels that I designed on it. So inside, it's going to be water-resistant uh, material, waterproof, and it has a divider that will divide each of the heels so they won't scuffle. And you can switch them into your flats also. So it snaps on one side. You can make it as a purse. And then you can snap it in the middle and have it for your heels. And it has two pockets, you know, for your cell phone, for your um, portable charger, and a zipper for your money and, you know, makeup or whatever. And then have that drawstring. So it's a wonderful bag that I can't wait to launch. My goal is to um, get the crowdfunding pre-sales this year. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. I definitely want to be one of the ones that purchased. You and I have been talking about that for like almost the last year. So it's been amazing to see how the production has come. Also, we have a prototype that I've seen on LinkedIn. That's amazing. I mean, the whole process, I've seen it all unfold. So it's actually the bomb. Now, talk to us about your Creative Thinkers Tank. So Creative Thinkers Tank, I actually am reforming that. I changed it to the Reinvent Her because I want to help two folds of of women um, doing two different things. So I rechanged it because I'm always reinventing. So that process was just going through the same thing of patenting your invention on a budget. So I have seven steps to patent your invention on a budget. And then I also am putting it into a course. So that has an inventor's toolkit that you can actually have worksheets. I have created all of that. So basically what I do is I talk to the person and take them through the first step is writing it down, making it plain, like the word of God says, mm-hmm. and getting a journal. So I have a journal that I've created for inventors to just write and you can get that on my website. But I also have you to jump into a program and research it. So you want to go to patent is patent search for Google. Google has one and also USPTO.gov and research and see the keywords how to of your product or your idea that if anybody else has invented it. Then you want to actually go through the process of getting some help to actually there's a program that I want you to jump into to actually help you to patent on a budget where there's inventors in that program. So you want to get into an inventors program and they'll help you with resources inside of there for the attorneys and the whole process. So you're never doing it alone. Then marketing help and then 3D printing is another process that you can get people at Fiverr or you know anyone to design your actual um, product. 3D printing is a cheaper version of doing something in plastic that they're doing now. So it's possible to you, for you to patent your invention like I did under $90. Okay, so what was your biggest challenge or your biggest failure? So my biggest challenge was my money. I didn't have a lot of money. So I'm working, paying bills, and then there's not much left. But jumping into that program, it really helped me to understand there's resources or nuggets within programs that will help you to guide you and also to find where it's affordable for you to do what you still need to do and be successful. Okay, so you overcame it by finding those other resources and just collaborate with everybody else. Got it. Okay. So let's go. Who introduced you to art, drawing, inventing, and creating? Girl, of course, my mom, because my mom would make pastels, paintings of clowns, lions, 
and just different characters, dogs, and she would post them on my wall. So and when I would wake up every morning, I would see those and be inspired because it's like, wow, my mom made these posters and pictures on my wall. And then I love Snoopy. So I would, I didn't even know, like I was four years old watching Snoopy and Peanuts, you know, show where I was like, ooh, I'm so fascinated on how Snoopy looks. And so I started drawing with a red ink pen and got an envelope and started drawing Snoopy at four. Okay. I remember that. And so I'm like, that was my first time realizing that I had the gift. So it was like oozing out of me so much that I just was like, I'm going to give me a pen and, and some, find some paper and write and draw and see if I can draw Snoopy. And it looked just like Snoopy. So I was like, wow, look what I can do. Okay. So when did you know that you were good at it? You know, basically in high school, okay. because high school in art, remember I made the, the, what was it, the Africa pen for you and the earrings. I made all that stuff. So in in high school at Huron, where it took me into a different level of art. So they had us doing drawings. I did pottery. They took us through jewelry. I mean, like making t-shirts. We did everything. So that is when I really found out. And then, you know, remember I was drawing on my pants yep. and um, blue jeans <laughs> and doing Louis Vuitton and Gucci symbols yeah. and stuff like that and polka dots. You know, I love polka dots. So that's when I really realized I had something there mm-hmm. because people were really wanting some of my jeans that I was writing on and drawing on. Okay, I can tell you what I realized that you were the bomb at whatever you did. It's two, two instances. Well, probably actually three. I used to draw a lot of stuff at Northside, but... I remember when Coming to America first came out, somehow or another we had some kind of play, and you made this necklace like Eddie Murphy had out of gold paper in a matter of moments, and it was like his whole little 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 hat he had on and, and all of the stuff. And when I knew that you were the bomb was when we had the Us Day at Huron, when you, Yana, Waitsy, and who else was that? You, Yana, Waitsy, and it was another person. And Jennifer, yeah, Jennifer Timbrink. Jennifer Timbrink. When y'all came out with the In Vogue, man, oh, yeah. That's like, yeah, they bought it. Because nobody even knew that y'all was even entering the contest. So when they announced y'all to come out, oh, it was it was in a newspaper. I remember I got your autograph. Yes. I still have that picture. So I already knew yes. back then, not just with paper, but with pencil, with any kind of objects, with any kind of thing. And then just watching you just on, you know, Facebook and how we connected on LinkedIn, you're doing it big. The purse and the journal you shared yesterday and it's just like you said it's just inspiring people and just creativity so that's what I knew thank you so much because <laughs> that really inspired me because I forgot about the coming to America yeah. thing. I mean I just create stuff yep. off, you know top of my head but mm-hmm. you know and then the involved thing I was wondering why the whole crowd fell out oh yeah when we revealed our blue something outfit because yeah. we were like you know wait to don't play we yeah. just did yeah and yeah. we was practicing and when i saw the whole bleachers fall out like yeah Whoa. yeah but then yeah. we won second place i was mad about that who, who, first who, who was and chris and all the fellas that did some a very white that very white song yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that but that day was off the chain. That just, just so amazing how everybody has their own talents that you never know unless you give them a chance to do it. So who's been your greatest encourager or inspiration? So it's when I thought about it, it really was my first lady and godmother. Mm-hmm. So she, I had a point after, I guess, I was 19 and I went to go stay with them to actually be
be able to be evolved and, and grow up and learn um, the ins and outs of becoming a woman mm-hmm. and becoming successful because that was my goal. So when I went and stayed with her, I saw her because she was like 20 years younger than her husband, the pastor. Mm-hmm. And so she would take care of him because he was 84 at that time and she was 60 something. So I saw her get him up every morning because he had had a stroke, so he couldn't do, he wasn't mobile. Mm -hmm. But see, she was a head nurse, and then she was a realtor, and then she was a first lady, and then she would take care of him every day. I saw her cooking healthy. I saw her, you know, getting him together, and at night she would do handing out medicine to the elderly, and then she would go in the morning and sell houses. I'm like, how you? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know and then on top of that she is important or in pouring into me you know how to become a, a woman and what things to actually she gave me structure on mm-hmm. making sure you be at places on time before time really and she got me into school Saginaw Valley State University I went back to college because I only went to like one semester to Washington Community College but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she really gave me structure and and showed me herself how to become successful. So you know what? She, her mom died at a young age. And I said, how are you so successful in doing all these things? And she said, I would, she said she would uh, get magazines of, you know, these women magazines that will give you steps of how to become, you know, good at this. Mm -hmm. Seven steps to Mm -hmm. be, you know, Mm -hmm. how to wash clothes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so she said she took those things literally and used them. And that's how she became a successful woman. Wow. Wow. Do you still keep in touch with her? No, not much because she's in Texas with her okay. um, her oldest daughter and that's taking care of her because she's kind of, you know, she had a brain stroke. So okay. wow. um, some things, you know, and she's up in age now, but she's still living in slim. And I was like, how are you still looking slim and everything? She was like 10 sit-ups in the morning and at night. <laughs> so, you know, she still has a size six body. I'm telling mm. you. To this day. So she's like, you know, a powerhouse. So 10 sit-ups a day and 10 sit-ups at night. <laughs> okay. All right. You got to start small. You got to start somewhere. Definitely. Okay. So we already talked about some of your accomplishments. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? You know, you talked about being a creative brand strategist, inventor, re- inventor resource coach, and you have the Creator's Thinker's Tank, which changed to Invent Her. And then you also have the Purse for the Hills. Talk about the Cinderella effect. That's one of the major accomplishments. Oh my goodness. Yes. That's actually a podcast. So I, you know, when I went ballroom dancing, when the man twirled me around, I realized that there was a Cinderella effect that happened to me where I felt I really found out my worth because it was the men treating you like ladies. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, in my relationship, I felt like it was an emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. kind of a relationship. And I wanted to, you know, really get my self-esteem back. And so what I ended up doing was I, I found out that there is a... A magical thing that happens to women when they are getting treated like a lady. And so I started creating a podcast in which I'm going to create a nonprofit for it to help women to build their self-esteem back up. And so I interview women on my podcast that have, you know, when they found out their worth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to encourage other women, there's a moment that you find out, you know what, I'm really worth more than what I've been, you know, <laughs> you know, accepting. And so that's what 
I actually um, wanted to just start interviewing women this past last year. Amazing women. Mm-hmm. You got to check it out. It's, mm-hmm. it's so awesome mm-hmm. on anchor.fm and it's uh, forward slash I am Mika the first. So I am just so excited about in, in, uh, empowering women, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what, so what's next? Oh my goodness. So this year, my goal is to learn how to pitch so I can get into uh, Shark Tank is my goal. <laughs> so I am working on that. And then I really want to help women this year to take their idea and, you know, bring it to life with reinvent her even the more. So I want to put my uh, full, you know, time and effort into doing that mm-hmm. and write my book from invent from going from a divorce to an inventor and I want to really share my story Mm -hmm. because you know I'm always about helping women to grow more and then you know so because people are like how did you you know get to be in this inventor and you know friends and family didn't even know I had it in me I didn't either but it's you know I stumbled across my purpose so I got to share that story. All right. So, okay. Well, it's one thing. I just had a thought right here. So tell me how difficult is it for black women to become inventors? Did you find that it was a challenge as, for you as a black woman? Was it easier? What obstacles did you have to deal, not just the regular ones, but just from being a, a African-American female? So there is two folds to that challenge. Okay. So, you know, so really <laughs> it, it, that's a good question because I kind of like would be able to jump over that hump with my personality. Mm-hmm. Personality is everything and getting a job, getting you in the door, your foot in the door. So I think my personality overshadowed me being um, a black woman. Mm-hmm. I know that Lori Greiner, the inventor, she has so many inventors on Shark Tank inventions, had inventions that she, in her book, that I got, she even stated that I was going to have challenges of being a woman because mm-hmm, she said her mm-hmm. and her husband went to a attorney, a patent attorney, and he was talking to her husband the whole time. And it was her that had the invention. Wow. She was like, oh no, what is this? Wow. So she really put in her book, the challenges you have as a woman. So I already knew going in. So, but when you're confident and knowing who you are and what, you know, invention or product you have, and you believe in it with all your heart. And just, you know, making sure you're telling people your, you know, please and thank yous. Mm-hmm. But the challenge really was, it really wasn't a challenge because I know people um, over the phone can't really see, you know, my color. Mm-hmm. But when I would start off with my, my personality and, and know my, did my research, then it overshadowed everything on top of just me having, you know, I would say, God on my side, but mm-hmm. then also that confidence and your personality will overshadow your color. Okay, so as we get ready to close, like what three things do you want to tell the audience about inventing, about yourself, or just this whole process? Well, I just want to really give everyone just points on number one, exploring your likes and dislikes with people. If you don't know who you are, it's important to just explore that so you can know when you're either getting ready to date someone or just, you know, want to be a whole person. 
you know, let's take the time now to explore your likes and dislikes. And number two, I would say, find your purpose in life and do it. Just do it. Basically, start somewhere. And then third, I would say, do a faith walk and walk it out. Just walk it out. Basically, you know, walk it out, walk it out. So (laughs) I just want to give people those tips in life right now because it's so important in it. You know, it's just um, an adventure and make it fun. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't have to be grudgingly and all that, but make life fun. Right. Okay, so are there any shout outs that you want to give to anybody? I would like to shout out Taylor, <laughs> of course, for the podcast. And just to my family and friends and all of my supporters and everyone that's always following me, I appreciate that. And to all the ladies that, that, not only I touch their lives, but they help me to grow. So I'm just excited about what God has for me to do in this life because it's going to be amazing. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so where can you be reached for donations, services, orders, or if anybody wants to contribute to your cause? Yes, thanks for asking. So it's going to be amikaadamsthefirst.com, and that's A-M-I-K-A-A-D-A-M-S. Uh, T H E number one S T dot com. Amika Adams, the first dot com. Everything is there. You can reach me on social media at I am Amika the first and Latrine Collections. That's going to be the only person in the world for heels. And you'll see that at Latrine Collections, L A T R E N A E Collections. All righty. Well, thank you for, oh, one more question. This is the whole purpose of our conversation is to talk about spotlighting you and also talking about cookies. What is your favorite cookie and why? Oh, yeah, because I was late for this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So my ex had went to work one day and he had this lady make some cookies and she made cookies called Monster Cookies. Monster cookies are the best cookie in the world because it does what? There is a mixture of oatmeal, mixture of peanut butter, mixture of the chocolate chips all in one. And guess what? They melt in your mouth. I got to send you the recipe. I know you love it. Well, definitely send me that recipe because as a guest, as our first guest on our cookies and tea podcast you will receive a free dozen of cookies so definitely send me that recipe and we'll definitely get those sent out to you so thank you for being our guest amika adams the first you are definitely one to watch for in 2021 ladies and gentlemen this has been another painesville production you can listen to us on apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, spotify linkedin and facebook using welcome to painesville or terry Payne johnson remember fear not only believe all right. Thank you so much, Mika. That's why I teach y'all, coach y'all.